what's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q on One edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q on Ones, what I like to do is interview people. Sometimes they can be local entrepreneurs, or they could be someone um, who's doing their thing worldwide. Um, so it's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story and what gave them the passion to do what they do or provide the type of service they provide. So please sit back and enjoy the show. And please be encouraged to share. A lot of people, including myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth, you know. So the more you spread the knowledge about the show, then the more people who can tune in and grow this thing and make it bigger. And it also gives more support for the people who I bring on the show who are looking to get their product or services out to the masses. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. She's an author a podcast host, and just an all-around talent. From the outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit, please welcome Miss Crystal Hickerson to the Talk to Q Radio Show. Crystal, what's going on? Thank you. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you for joining. Now, most of my regular listeners recognize your voice, and they probably recognize you as the first female show legend on the Talk to Q Radio Show. But you wear many hats. Um, you've been a writer for quite some time. Has, has writing always been a passion of yours? How did they get started? Well, that's an interesting story because, yes, uh, writing has always been a passion of mine. I was a little girl, <laughs> quite frankly, hmm. um, when I was uh, like around five and six. Me and my best girlfriend, we used to um, fantasize and play make-believe about um, the Jacksons, you know, Michael Jackson, okay. and the whole Jackson 5. And, and what was interesting about our play that we used to do, we used to go home and write out the story of, you know, of what we we're going to do the next day. So we kind of write out like a reality TV show that would be considered today, of the Jackson family. Hmm. We called it the Jackson style. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> and we would come together the next day and we would read it and very dramatic stuff happening. And um, and then we would act it out. And that would be our, kind of a backstory to our fantasy of what we would do that day as playing. But what I realized is that my friend, Marsha Thurman, Shell, yes, I'm calling out your name, girlfriend, sorry. Um, <laughs> I um, it was my best friend in the whole wide world, still is. Mm-hmm. She okay. was very good at writing short stories. She could write what's going to happen within just a few moments. I was never good at that. I can only write long-term stories about I really get into the detail. And so I realized over time that I'm more of a a novelist and she was more of a short story person. And, and, you know, it's it's a different type of writing. So that's kind of how I got started. Yeah. (laughs) All right, cool. And you may have missed your calling with that Jackson family uh, reality show. That could have been a moneymaker for you. (laughs) I know. Right. Yep. Could have helped old Tito out too. So I know Tito. Uh, <laughs> your book wanted 
is what I guess you uh, would call a supernatural thriller. Um, t- tell the listeners about the, the, the plot of Wanted. Is, um, of course, not to get, give away too much of the spoilers, but Wanted is about a woman who, um, her name is Kaylin Roberts, and she was attacked and um, attempted rape of a uh, a guy who just kind of, you know, he was just a serial rapist in the community. Mm-hmm. And he, he, you know, he followed her and was able to a- gain access to her home. The problem happened, or more problem, is that um, her 11-year-old daughter had a half a day, and she didn't realize. She was actually relieved in the act of the um, attack because she knew her daughter wouldn't be home for hours. You know, she had a half a day. And her Mm. daughter came home. And he decided that her daughter was a better specimen to to, um, take advantage of and to attack. And so he knocked her unconscious and um, then went after her daughter. When she awoken, when the uh, EMTs and, you know, ambulance got there, she awoken to realize that her daughter was, you know, sprawled out on the floor and had been murdered and um, raped and murdered. And then um, she went back into a coma from her injuries, which were severe. And she woke up three months later out of a coma. And her sister, Naomi, took her in to, you know, guide her back to physical and mental recovery. So it's about that struggle. So that's really where the story begins after that um, attack. And she mm-hmm. realizes that something happened. And, you know, she died and she came back, you know, and um, she brought something back with her. So it begins this um, supernatural thriller of what actually she brought back with her who wanted to terrorize her and her family and her family, her, her sister and her husband and um, her sister's um, son and daughter. And her son, the, her nephew, which, you know, was her sister's son, was mm-hmm. um, young, younger, and, and he was able to kind of um, realize what was happening inside of their home. Yeah, he was more privy to what was going on. No one believed him. And then, but as things started happening, in a supernatural way, he realized something is very wrong inside of their home. So he tried to help. So that's really what the story is about. It's about bringing her back, you know, from this horrific experience that continued after she awoken from her coma. I see. And that's that's pretty intriguing, that whole just setup right there. That's very intriguing. I, I mean, so... Where did you get the inspiration from to write this book? I mean, are you into horror novels and or horror movies? I mean, and if so, um, who are some of your favorites? Well, I am an absolute ridiculous fan. I'm his favorite fan of Stephen King, and um, <laughs> Stephen King, uh, you know, Stephen actually Stephen King came to me after when I was younger. I um, really got into stories about witches and supernatural and angels and things of that nature just as a young child and I love many different stories that were written um, for children I continued with that and then as I got older 
I got into the stories of Stephen King. And as I got older as a reader, I got into more stories um, of mystery um, Mm -hmm. thrillers, which are not necessarily paranormal. Dean Koontz is one of my uh, other favorite authors. And the story of Wanted, it's um, really about, you know, it's a supernatural story about demons and um, angels, quote unquote. And so it's about, it's also about love. It's kind of a romantic story, if you can picture that. It's kind of a romantic story (laughs) about how love continues after death and right. and in between our lives and um, how the people that we interact with, you know, the love that we share with them in one lifetime continues into the next lifetime. So that's kind of where it came from. As an author, our stories come from many different places and and that's um it's kind of interesting. You know, you listen to an author, you ask them the question, what does your story come from? They will all probably say that about the same thing. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. I heard, you know, music on the radio. I heard, you know, um, something popped up in my head or someone said something mm-hmm. that it made me say, you know what, that's a really good story. I think I could go with that. And then, and you kind of, you kind of go with it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And now I, I have a hardback copy of Wanted, and I've listened to the oh, audio book as well. You. It's a really good book. Okay, it's a really thank good you. book. I I enjoyed it. I I found myself at times kind of wanting to skip ahead because I'm like, okay, so <laughs> how they're gonna, you know, how, how they're gonna get out of this, and you know, I don't want to spoil it or anything. But then um, I also mm-hmm. enjoy. You mentioned earlier that you're really detailed. And I also enjoyed certain things like um, there was one part of the book where um, Kaylin was walking, I think, in a park or near a park with her brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And the way you described yeah. everything that was going on was masterful. That was really cool. It really painted the picture. Uh, so I, I really think that either way through, you know, if they get the hardback copy, they would not be disappointed at all, but I mean, where can my listeners get the book? Well, you can definitely get the book anywhere um, books are sold. You can go to crystalhickerson.com. You can go to amazon.com and just, you know, put in my name, Crystal Hickerson, and then it'll find it by the author and it'll bring up my page, which will bring you to Wanted and also bring me to my other books that I have. So, um, and you can order it from there. And um, the the recorded version of that of the book Wanted, which is free, is also on my YouTube page, which is Trinity Trinity zero two six seven. Um, and on you know you can probably just search for Crystal Hickerson Wanted, and it'll come up on YouTube. And that's free right now. But we're also trying to get um, within a few, probably within a month or less, a the um, the audio version of Wanted, which will be on Audible, which is um, through Amazon. And Audible books are great, and it's kind of the all the rage right now because people can listen to it when they are 
commuting and if they're at home, they can listen to it just being at home on their, you know, mm-hmm. speaker and, you know, have it out there and they can get that dramatic type of listening or just reading it. You know, some people are still very much into owning a book and reading a book. And um, so I hope that if you enjoy the book, that you will also purchase the actual, you know, hard copy of the book, whether it's paperback or the um, the actual hardcover. So that would be great just to have in your collection. So, yeah, you can get it anywhere books are sold. And so you mentioned the other books that you've written. Uh, how many books have you done? I've done four books, and I'm working on my fifth right now. Um, the other books I have done, which is Street Corners, which is more mm-hmm. of a kind of a crime novel thriller and romance book. Uh, the Magician, which is a supernatural thriller, kind of a fantasy book. Um, and The Volunteer. The Volunteer is a supernatural book, but it's mainly based in, more based in reality and romance. Um, mm-hmm. The Magician I am working on currently called The Humans, which is a prequel to The Magician. And The Magician got a lot of um, fans, people who loved um, the characters within the novel because it was kind of based on loosely <laughs> the religious aspect of um, Jesus and um, and the devil. So that kind of a thing. So the um, the humans is is kind of a prequel to that novel, which I'm working on now. So yeah, and all those can be found oh. wherever books are sold. You know, and I, I just thought about the magician is the only one I don't have. I have the yeah, volunteer okay. wanted in street corner, so I, especially if you're going to write a prequel to it, I need to get get up to speed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The and, um the one thing about my books are they're all in the same quote unquote universe. Um, the magician and the humans are definitely, of course, obviously within the same universe of. Mm-hmm. characters and everything. So, yeah, if you read that, you will find characters from The Magician who will definitely pop up and um, into the the humans because it's a prequel. So it's kind of like their origin story. Okay, but it's not a timeline on when that's going to be completed yet, right? Well, I hope hopefully within the year. <laughs> I hope okay. to get that out no um, within a year, of course, with publishers and everything. You know, it takes a little bit, um, but yeah. One more question about Wanted. If mm-hmm. if if Netflix came a-calling and they wanted to do a movie about Wanted and you had the opportunity to cast for that movie, who would you pick mm-hmm. for Taylor? And, and who would you pick for the brother-in-law? Those are the two I'm most... Well, um, her best friend. What was her best friend's name? I can't remember Jules. off the top of my head. Jules. Yeah, like those three people. Yeah. Do you have just an idea of who you would cast if you had that opportunity? <laughs> well, you know what? First of all, I'll I'll say this. I'm a novelist. Okay. So if someone came in and said, "Hey, I want to turn your your book into a novel, into a you know a movie," then I would leave it up to that screenwriter to do that. 
and the you know the producers and directors to decide, and of course casting directors who are actually directors um, to hold on. So translation, just cut me a check. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, just cut me a check. But no, um, the main thing is uh, for Kaylin, as I see her, I never really thought of that. I never really thought of who would be who would play her. But she is a young woman in her, you know, early 30s. And um, I think the main person that I would have, like, you know, confusion with would definitely be her suitor wanted, which is Azeel. And Azeel, who is, you know, the demon slash angel guy, you know, in um, in the book, he would have to be very specific. He has to be very dark as far as, you know, I don't go into race because I don't care, <laughs> you know, however you want to present the story. Mm-hmm. I didn't write it as a as a person who is a particular, you know, um, color. But um, the sisters have to look like their sisters. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, um, yeah, <laughs> the more you go into – Casting, the more you go, you, you think about, well, who is aged out of the casting by now? Yeah. And then who is aged Most. out by the time you know? So, yeah. So whoever's a really good actor or actress, do the those roles would be would be great, you know. And I don't really care because I I acknowledge I've acknowledged that a long time ago because if anybody who is a a true fan of Stephen King. He is also a um, a fan of authors, so he writes a lot of a lot of not only fictional stories but also nonfiction stories about authors. So he gives them advice, and his main thing is, hey, let them do what they do as far as movies, and then you do what you do, which you've already done, which is created the world. And if they want your advice, fine. That's great. Hey, I'll give you my advice. But the bottom line mm-hmm. is, once it goes into a movie, it's a completely different animal. So, you know, whoever they feel is the best person, and if I feel that it's completely ridiculous, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then I will say, you know, that's that's totally not that person. <laughs> Did you read the book? <laughs> you know. But otherwise, yeah, right. whatever they want to do, I, I wouldn't care. Yeah. And the only person that came to my mind was uh, Issa Rae to play Jules. I don't know why she came to my mind. I guess because she's young enough. <laughs> well, you, but uh, most of the people what? that come to my mind Jules, are Issa. Yeah. Jules is the kind of person she's very um, – when I thought of Jules, I thought of her more as a 1970s, you know, kind of, you know, flower child. So in this age, she would be, yeah, like an Issa Rae, more of a, you know – you know, black power or whatever power kind of woke I got you. person, you know, she'd be very woke about, you know, life and everything. She's definitely right. a socialist and all of that. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, well, let me stop talking before I give funny. away too much. <laughs> so have yeah. you ever thought about um, starting a blog with short stories or, because of your detailed nature, short stories is that is that as a question? You know what? You know I have I do have quite a few short stories because as a writer, 
um, or as a novelist, there are stories that begin as short stories or ideas. And I think, oh, that would be a great story if this happened or whatever. And a lot of times novels kind of blossom from several short stories. So, yeah, I do have short stories that I've like, this is good. And I want to kind of take them further or, no, they're good as they are as a short story. So, yeah, I mean, I would, um, a novel is a, is a different entity as a short story. So, you know, I mean, I thought about definitely doing that as a, you know, kind of a, a podcast where I would just read the short story just so it's out there, you know. And then people can take it for what it is and enjoy it or whatever, even though it's not published. Or I've also been thinking of kind of putting my short stories into an actual book, but there would be, you know, several short stories within that book. So, and a lot of writers have done that, you know, you know, they just kind of take, it's really the, the, the story that it is what it is. It can't go any further, and um, a lot that happens a lot with writers. It doesn't evolve into its own organism, which is a novel. So, yeah, you you just have these short stories. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Okay. All right. So, where can my listeners find you again? Throw that website out one more time. And where they can get the book Wanted. Wanted and find out more about me and more about the other um, projects I'm working on at crystalhickerson.com. That's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Hickerson.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube at Trinity0267. And I'm very active on Twitter at Crystal Show One and Facebook and Instagram is the Crystal Show One. So there is um quite a few places you can find me. But if you Google me at Crystal Higgerson, then you will find all of my information and how to get in touch with me, which is really scary. But it's there <laughs> to find me anyway. And it really is. It's kind of scary when you think about it. But anyway, you can find me. And um, I'm definitely available um, to find my where it works and all my books and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. See, that's when you know you're the truth, when you can just say, Google me. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you've Google made Google me. Just, just Google me. It'll come just up. Google I'm there. Me. <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll come up. And in fact, and I'll say to all Mike, make sure you Google your next date. Just Google his ass, okay? <laughs> you know, I mean, just to be safe, you know. Uh, that's a topic Google. for another show. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, Crystal, I I appreciate you taking the time to join this two-on-one podcast for this next radio show. And um, it's been a pleasure Thanks. to have you on. Oh, it's been a pleasure to be here. You're amazing. And thank you so much again for having me on your show.
And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to TalkToQ.com, and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at TalkToQ, and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time.